0: How's it going? Um, <laughs> my name is Micah.
1: My name's Jordan.
0: And you're listening to the Macaw Podcast Universe. It's the it's the only podcast ever in existence that covers franchises, and we go through each one and we talk about how they're related to each other and all of that fun blah, stuff. Blah blah blah. And today, I think I think from my limited knowledge of doing a little Googling and watching videos and whatnot, I think we might have the most controversial opinion that we've ever had on this podcast about a movie.
1: Even more controversial than, like, a Marvel opinion we had?
0: Well, because here's the thing. So I think our most controversial before this is probably Avengers, the first Avengers movie, because both you and I were like, it's kind of boring. It doesn't really hold up, which is, you know, but there's plenty of people who don't really like Marvel, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. And then um, maybe Winter Soldier, we were kind of like... I mean, I still really like that movie, but you were pretty lackluster. Um, A lot of people don't like Thor, The Dark World, so we were okay there. And then there was Ant-Man, which is a big turd of a movie. Yeah. But, you know, you can find a lot of people like that. What you may struggle to find are people that think that Shrek Forever After is a really good movie. Yeah. But if you're listening to this podcast... The controversial opinion you're going to hear is two people talking about how much this is a really good movie. Yep. Because um, yeah, I I look at it like critically and audience wise, it's just it's like slightly higher than Shrek the Third, which we agreed Did is a bad review. Did you read Roger movie. Ebert's review? I didn't read his review, which oh, have been around in 2010 still.
1: I think he died in 2012.
0: Okay, so he might have. So how many stars done it. he gave it? But um, it's i think this movie really works but let's see what roger ebert has to say i'd
1: say the only way the the only thing that knocks this movie down which we've talked about in the previous episode is there um is the four the forever after it should have been a four ever
0: yeah <laughs> yeah well
1: oh no he didn't review it maybe he yeah. was not let's see what peter travers said
0: okay he's um, like number two yeah although i don't I hardly ever agree with him unless he's just excited read about and a half. movie. oh that's yeah that's surprising yeah do you have any good poll quotes
1: oh no i no I don't, okay. I don't I don't actually really ever read his. I just see it with his yeah reading. <laughs> um
0: yeah, but I think I, the this. thing you were talking about that i th- that really plays into this movie is people. I think they saw Shrek the Third, and everyone was like, "That was a bad movie." And then when they said, "We're coming out with a new movie," they people,
1: everyone just rolled their eyes and yeah. So like, you Ugh. went
0: into it, and and with with our podcast, this is our promise to you, people. We and you've heard it before if you've listened. We try to take every movie on with even if we didn't like the movie before, we're trying to see like if we maybe like it now. Or I always try to see the good in the movie. Um, And I actually went into this and I was like, I mean, I'm going to try and see the good, but there's no way I'm going to like this movie. It's going to suck.
1: I um, didn't really have any feelings before seeing it Mm -hmm. um, until I saw the cover of the movie and saw what Rumpelstiltskin looked like. Yeah. And that got me excited for the movie Uh because we'll get into that more specifically, but he's the best part of the movie. Yeah. The tagline to this movie is, it ain't ogre till it's ogre.
0: Pretty good tagline. Into it. Um. So, yeah, let me just hit it up here. So we got Shrek Forever After. It's directed by Mike Mitchell, who d- also directed Lego Movie 2 and huh. Trolls. Produced by Gina Shea.
1: Um, where's Lego Movie? Like, what production company is that?
0: Um, Warner Brothers. Okay. Yeah. Um, Gina Shea produced. uh, She did Trolls, Spongebob Squarepants movie, Jimmy Neutron movie. Wow. Teresa Chung, who did Madagascar. This is written by Josh Klausner, who also wrote a movie called Date Night. Okay. Uh, And Darren Lemke, who wrote Shazam, Turbo, and Goosebumps.
1: Turbo? Is it the dog?
0: This is... That is... You're thinking of Bolt?
1: Oh, um, Was turbo, turbo the snail? is the
0: snail with the Ryan Reynolds snail, hmm. snail that can't go fast enough or something, or it goes too fast. Is it a snail that's too fast or don't even know if I've seen a trailer for it, it's like a racing snail. Okay. Um, and then once again, we got music by Harry Gregson Williams. Uh, I very much enjoyed the score. I thought the score was really good. Yeah. I mean, the Oh scores, no,
1: it was amazing.
0: The scores to most of these have, I think the Shrek the third was the only one where the score wasn't but the, on top. This really.
1: move, this score I think was the most effective in this movie because the movie feels so emotional and heavy uh-huh. and a big reason is uh, like, I'd say half of it's the animation. The other half's the music and I'm yeah. not including the sound like the soundtrack soundtrack.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: the Shrek movie. You always got to have soundtrack music. Yeah, in that's there.
0: like that's you, yeah, that's part of the um, the fun. Oh, I'm thinking of a different word, but I can't find it. It's part of like the the checklist. The nah, I don't know. I yeah. I don't have it, but. Um, the 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 kind of the pull quote thing I have for this movie is that it's almost as if someone listened to like it's almost as if the writers and the director listened to our episode on Shrek the Third and they said okay let's fix all those things yeah because they fixed everything I had issues with yeah. in the previous movie um, but we'll get into those specifics later I'm jumping the gun yeah I'm actually pretty excited to talk about this one um, it's produced by DreamWorks distributed by Paramount comes out may twenty first two thousand ten domestically the movie makes two hundred and thirty eight million seven hundred and thirty six thousand seven hundred and eighty seven dollars worldwide seven hundred and fifty two million six hundred thousand and eighty dollars okay now the whole movie is about like the forever after kind of stuff of of fairy tales yeah but they did have another title for this movie what and it's better. What? Shrek goes forth. And it's the, it's F-O-U-R-T-H. <laughs> Shrek goes forth.
1: I like the other one better.
0: You like the original? I mean,
1: they should have put a four.
0: Forever or, After. Forever After. I yeah. think that one's better. Okay. Um, Sorry to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Damask. Damas- Ch- Don't know how to pronounce his name. But uh, he was the head of creative production at DreamWorks Animation. Quote, all that was loved about Shrek in the first film is brought to the final film.
1: Thank you. What's his first name? Bill. Thank you, Bill. Sincerely. And
0: yeah, I th- I think yeah. he's actually right. Because I, I actually, so I took these notes before we watched the movie, and I was like, that's going to be a funny one to hit when we, like, watch the movie and really hate it. Oh, yeah. And then now I read it, and I'm like, yeah, he's right. Yeah. It is all we love about Shrek. Um. So, in February 2014, Katzenberg, who was um, one of the producers and writers, I believe, claims that a new entry will likely happen. And then in June 5th, to, so this is all post th- this, I'm talking about Shrek 5. Yeah. Like a possible sequel, yeah. which this movie ends pretty definite to yeah. me. Yeah. Um, but then forever after. Well, maybe I should do those at the end of the podcast sure. yeah because we we haven't even talked about the movie sure do you have um actors
1: yep let me get it
0: i know that you sometimes don't repeat the the main actors but i am curious where our oh, main three are at
1: i didn't do that okay hit so yours let me pull okay. them
0: up because i'm pretty curious about it's kind of a miracle
1: at. i did this part today so you have john hamm
0: yeah, who plays
1: an ogre? Who's, I, who's
0: one of our faves?
1: Yes, one of my favorite people in Hollywood. I will say though, I think that he was the knockoff David Putty from Seinfeld. I forget that actor's name. Uh-huh. Do not you know his name? Uh, you don't? No, I oh, don't thought you know his name Most people probably know who I'm talking about because the whole time, because it doesn't really sound like John Hammett. All he's definitely he's hamming it up, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and it just it sounds like he's trying to be that guy. And it's like it kind of just made me wish it was that guy.
0: Uh, Still love John Ham yeah, though. but yeah. Nothing
1: against him.
0: I see what you're saying though.
1: Yeah. Um. So for John Ham's career, he was in a lot of TV and chick flicks. Although, in the be-
0: sorry, I got I'm just gonna jump in on. What, that is weird though, because I'm sure that he costs more than the guy who plays Putty. So that's kind of weird. I
1: don't know. I don't know. He might not have been at the time that this movie came out.
0: This would have been like height of Mad Men. Yeah. That's anyway. just
1: one show though.
0: Yeah, that's true. You're so right. like.
1: Yeah, so, he, and before even Mad Men, just a ton of TV, some chick flicks that, like, no one remembers.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mad Men starts in 2007, carries on until 2015, and 2000, because listen to the movies that he's in, in okay. between. Um, in 2008, he's in The Day of the Earth Stood Still, which I don't remember him. I mean, oh, that's I the, just knew Keanu Keanu, Reeves, right? and Jennifer Connelly. That's all I remember in uh-huh. that movie. Never saw it. Um, Not great. Yeah. Um, And then he's in this movie called Howl. In 2010 that sounded pretty interesting it's like it's about this writer who i the description was terrible one of the worst IMDb premise uh, descriptions uh, where it doesn't actually tell you what's going on yeah because it's like this writer discovering himself as an artist during the something during the trial and i'm like so sounds like a pretty big like thing in history that happened uh-huh. and you're just
0: Wait, well, it takes place in the past
1: yeah, well, yeah. This is like a. I, it seems like a little bit of a biopic. This oh, movie, okay. and it's like told in told. So the movie's t- told in three separate storylines, kind of like mm-hmm. the trial, the artist's life, or probably working on the work that is on trial, and then like an animated part of the film. Sounds cool. That sounds cool. James Franco's in. It. I think he's the main character. Mm. Sounds really cool. That's why I'm talking about it still after mentioning the title. Yeah, but I'm also just really confused about what it's about. Yeah. And then also in 2010, because that's when sh- Shrek Forever After came out, it's a big year for him. So he's in Howl, Shrek Four, A Team, The Town, Donkey's Christmas ShrekTacular.
0: Wow, he made the ShrekTacular he cut. He did.
1: He did. Um, so that's that's John Ham, and then you have have Walt Dorn, who plays Stilsian, mm-hmm. and he is a true, sh- through and through voice actor
0: very cool
1: yeah he was in shrek 3 for a ton of roles really just a ton and then i was scrolling through his thing to write down stuff and really he just seems like a dreamworks guy like dreamworks just has him on retainer he's just because he's in like trolls Uh that's dreamworks right i think so madagascar's dreamworks yeah he's just in like is he in the kung fu
0: panda movies that we have so (laughs) they're they're on all of these dvds we've gotten from the library there is um a the library today promo no they were close but i'm going tomorrow um there was a promo where it has jack black cooking food and he's doing this kung fu stuff
1: well, he's, he's cooking chinese food
0: yeah and it's That's all important. the same it's every single time it's the same promo but every movie it's um it's it's the exact same promo but it's like the first on shrek one he was promoting sh- uh kung fu panda then he was promoting kung fu panda two then kung fu panda they just three changed the title they just changed the title It was very weird. And I think two of them were Kung Fu Panda 2. Or two of them were Kung Fu Panda 1. No, two of them were
1: Kung Fu Panda 2.
0: Shrek didn't have one. Shrek 2 had one. So Shrek 2 was 1. Shrek 3 was 2. Shrek 4 was 3. Because
1: there was a Madagascar one with Ben Stiller.
0: That was in Shrek 1, I think.
1: Okay. That that one was so bad. That
0: was very bad. Where Ben Stiller's sitting there and he's like,
1: you couldn't get so out there fast enough. The,
0: my, the main character is me, and I am trying to escape with I my played friends. I play a
1: lion.
0: <laughs> Do you know what a lion is? Yeah. It was <laughs> and bad. there's just like crates behind him that say Madagascar. Yeah.
1: Um, going back to Walt <laughs> Dorn, though. <laughs> so, yeah, he is a DreamWorks boy. Um, he is just so wonderful. I just love... We'll get into it more. Yeah. But Walt Dorn, he gets the Walt prize. Dorn. That's how I Or print. Dorm? Or... Dorn with an N. Okay. I don't know if that's really how you pronounce it. Walt Dorn. It. And then Jane Lynch is in it.
0: Who was she? Was she a witch?
1: Ye- I think so. Can, can you double check her name in it?
0: Yeah, I will check.
1: Um, So Jane Lynch, for those of you who don't know, most of you will probably know, she plays...
0: She's Gretchen. I'm assuming a that's a witch, yeah. She's,
1: she plays the mom and Sleepover, uh-huh. a huge movie for my preteen years that also has Evan Peters in it and the girl from spy kids. Did you hear what I just said?
0: <laughs> no, I was trying to figure Evan out Evan Peters thing. is in it. Evan Peters
1: from like American horror story, X-Men, American animals.
0: Oh, okay. Okay.
1: <laughs> Great actor.
0: <laughs> yeah. He's very good.
1: He is a goof in that movie. i whatever. You're not interested. So then no, um, no, no she's in the fugitive in 1993. She's just been in a ton of stuff forever. So those the, she's in the fugitive she's best in show in she's in best oh, yeah. in show she's just in a ton of tv and i've noticed that she's usually casted as a nurse or a doctor really and i think it's because she ha- she just seems like a doctor
0: yeah i guess you're right it's
1: a lot of the credits were doctor so-and-so doctor so-and-so she's also in seventh heaven just mm-hmm. wanted to make a note of that 2005 she's in 40 year old virgin 2000, 2006 tall diggin nights 2007 walk hard the dewey Cox story oh yeah and then she's in Glee from, you know, in 2009. On. Oh, yeah. Um, and then Craig Robinson's... Wait,
0: so... Wait, wh- see, the reason I didn't seem like I was showing interest was I I was looking at something. I didn't know what movie you said. What was the name of Sleep that? Sleepover. Oh, and is oh, that Steve a, Curl's in it, too. That's a movie you like a lot? Yeah. Okay, that's like a... Talked to you that? about it several times. Okay, that's it's what I... I
1: <laughs> we're moving on. Um, and then Craig Robinson... Isn't it? He is the guy. Remember, I called it. Yeah. It's him.
0: He's cookie in this movie. Yeah.
1: He, I just wrote The Office and Hot Tub Time Machine. Yeah. And then just noted, like honorable mentions, I didn't really look up their career. Kathy Griffin, who's a comedian. She plays a yeah, witch.
0: which you called like halfway through the movie.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then you have Kristen Schaal, who's in Flight of the Concords, Bob's Burgers. Oh,
0: yeah. Wonderful
1: she's, voice actress.
0: She's more of a voice actress than a, like a in-person actually,
1: she's in that show though with will forte i don't know if that's still oh going on. last
0: man on earth yeah yeah
1: from the little that i've seen it's pretty funny
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then Ryan seacrest is in it as father of Butterpants. <laughs> i don't it. remember that at
0: oh butter pants is the the kid that's like do the raw oh yeah
1: oh okay cool <laughs> now it's cool <laughs> okay that's it
0: okay so let's just see so mike myers he did Love Guru, Inglorious Bastards, and then Shrek Forever After. Whoa. So his career is kind of not there, I would say. I think he's now in his uh, bad time. He's not. Oh. Pretty much when he did Love Guru, people were like, not into this guy anymore. I also
1: feel like, though, he doesn't really need to work anymore.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's he's fine. He's got his thing. Let's see what Cameron was up to. Let's see. Before this, she was in The Box. Where oh, yeah. They, yeah, they got like a box to... I've seen it. Something. The Box, box where also like if they killed someone, they get a million dollars or something. Something like that. And then she's The guy in, who
1: wrote it is the Rich, Rich Matheson guy from Ma- Twilight Zone.
0: Oh, oh, okay. Yes, yes. He wrote that. Um, then in the same year as Shrek Forever After, she came out with Night and Day.
1: Okay. Paul Dano's in that movie.
0: He is? hmm Wow. Oh, it was Tom
1: Cruise,
0: and then well, yeah, of course, I already knew Tom was in it.
1: Paul Dano's like their sidekick.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: I'm gonna double check.
0: So now, yeah, this it's just interesting because um, Mike Myers and Eddie Murphy are kind of like people still know them as like hilarious from back then, but Shrek is kind of their only popular thing that they've been in for the past like decade yeah because eddie murphy's in this right. movie called well he's in meet dave which is famously horrible he's in imagine that i don't know
1: what meet dave is What is, can I see it's the cover? like there's a
0: little guy that lives inside of him a crew of miniature aliens operate a spaceship has a picture? human form <laughs> here's the picture <laughs> and the tagline and <laughs> it <laughs> it has eddie murphy's face and there's eddie murphy show me
1: the picture well <laughs> I, I
0: gotta explain it to the audience Eddie Murphy's face and then Eddie Murphy is sticking out of his own ear and it says Eddie Murphy in Eddie Murphy That's pretty good. Meet Dave.
1: That's probably someone had an idea for a movie. They they thought of the tagline before they thought of the movie.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then he's in Imagine That and then Shrek Forever After. Tower Heist, A Thousand Words. He just hasn't been able to like do it again. It would be nice to see him have something huge, you know? I know. Some people just get past their prime and they can't connect with audiences anymore. True, and uh, I think Mike Myers will probably have something big at some point again. But
1: I, I feel like he's mostly going to stay in like the Bohemian Rhapsody role and Glorious oh. Bastards role.
0: Bohemian Rhapsody. I don't think role. I, just, was... I don't think
1: he can carry a movie.
0: Yeah, anymore. It would just which be, is fine. It'd just be so funny if he could do like an SNL type movie that like really worked again. Well, I mean, I are, guess that's
1: not impossible.
0: They're making another Austin Powers, so.
1: Well, there you have it.
0: But it'd be cool if there was an original thing. I
1: forgot he was Austin Powers.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's done some pretty iconic comedic roles. Mm-hmm. And he is he Wayne or is uh? Yeah, he's Wayne mm-hmm. from the titular Wayne's World.
1: Wonderful movie.
0: Very wonderful. And speaking of wonderful movies, let's talk about Shrek Forever After. Okay. So, this movie starts with a storybook intro, and it's narrated by Rumplestiltskin, and he's talking about the original Conquest of Fiona. Is that right? Yep. Um, and remember, last week, we discussed how it was really annoying that Shrek 3 didn't start with the storybook, like the book mm-hmm. opening up. So, I hypothesize to you, you can delete Shrek 3 from the franchise, and all of them have the uniformity of the storybook intro um and then it we cut to oh go ahead Have
1: you noticed too that whoever narrates the storybook intro and i know shrek does the first one with what i'm about to say they're kind of like the bad guy
0: well here's the thing that just popped into my head that makes me feel like a genius in any normal story fairy tale shrek would have been the villain in shrek one yeah so it's like who you think is the villain then villain villain Mm -hmm. uh (laughs) that was i just felt so proud of myself there um, so, then the beginning of the movie, we see Rumple Stiltskin, and he's um, in his like chambers, and he's got this cool little goose that's hanging out with him.
1: The big ass goose. <laughs> 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 okay. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, that just came out. <laughs> okay we're holding together <laughs> <laughs> okay okay but it's a- so <laughs> well it's not even big yet remember it starts but it starts pretty big <laughs> it's, it's still bigger than a big. goose <laughs> unless yeah. rumpelstiltskin's the size of a goose but it's got teeth
0: yeah, yeah.
1: that's <laughs> freaking awesome <laughs> teeth. i love the goose i love <laughs> rumpelstiltskin <laughs>
0: Um, (laughs) so he's hanging out with his goose and, um, (laughs) Fiona's parents walk in and they sit down with him and he's like, okay, so are you ready to make the deal? Like if you sign this contract, I will, it'll break your daughter's curse and she'll be set free from her curse and from the castle. So we know that now it's before all the Shrek movies. yes, and then, well actually during the first Shrek movie, and then as they're about to sign, and he's like, oh, he's getting really excited because it it signs away their kingdom, um, their kingdom and uh, and then they like a guard breaks in or something like that, and he he says, "Your daughter's been saved. they're headed back to the kingdom or or whatever, something along those lines, and then he's like, "dang it." Like mm-hmm. I was about to get the kingdom, mm-hmm. so right away you set up his motive,
1: and right away he is introduced as such a strong character. Right off the bat, he is the most interesting looking character out of all of them. The entire time of the series
0: uh-huh. of and, the humans, you mean? Yeah,
1: and I know that he's like a, a fairy tale folklore creature, but he's still like technically human, right? Mm-hmm. So, like,
0: well, I, th- I think in in uh, the fairy tale he was described as like an impish. Like and they, small. They nail thing. it. They
1: nail it. There's there's yeah, a lot yeah. to work with because of that. But he has human features. So we're gonna go with that for a second. But you know, like my biggest problem with the animation are all the humans just look off because they're trying yeah, to uncanny make Uncanny Valley. Look, yeah, because they're trying to make him look so human. And it's like with Rumple because of the nature of the character being impish and stuff, mm-hmm. it's they just like really went after it. And he is so cool looking
0: he is very cool
1: and then so and they the, the animation is fun... a lot better oh, too sorry. just because it's a newer movie yes, from all the other yes. ones what were you gonna say
0: well um they do that funny bit throughout the movie where he changes wigs yeah which also like change how he looks so he's like get my happy wig or get my mad wig or yeah. something like that and that's all funny stuff
1: yeah and then the the whole time like walt doran's performance voice acting is just so interesting because even when he's not talking he's making these weird little noises yeah and it it's like really brings the character in the story alive uh-huh. and it makes him so interesting and he you know he's purely just a bad person you don't really relate to him at all yeah
0: there's they, they don't try and do the thing where they try to pretend that he's good or anything like that like he's just kind of a bad freaky but dude it's, the it's, whole movie yeah, which it's is kind of like a,
1: a pennywise factor for me he just, yeah, I can't stop looking at it. Yeah, that's actually a pretty good... I want more. Yeah. But yeah, we're not talking about horror, but that's my, that's my comparison with that.
0: Yeah, that's really good. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, so then uh, his plan is thwarted, and mm-hmm. then it kind of, you know, brings you up to speed with what's going on with Shrek and Fiona and their three kids, and they're like, this is so wonderful. Can't every day be like this? When mm-hmm. every day literally is just taking care of their children, cleaning them, feeding them, making sure they don't die. And it's just this repetitive cycle.
0: Yeah. And it does that montage where it starts and it's like, you know, a a kid burps and Fiona goes better out than in. I like, I always say, and then he goes, Hey, that's my line. And then he tries to, you know, take a mud bath. And then she's like, Shrek, I need your help. And then it cuts and it does it all over again. And he's progressively getting more and more tired and, and the cuts are faster. Yeah. So right away you see he's unsatisfied with his life right now. And he's wishing he was single again.
1: Not, and it's not even that, because it, it's it's all selfish. Yeah, his motives are selfish. But it's not even like it's not that he doesn't love his family. Yeah,
0: it's yeah. It's that
1: this this dissatisfaction is it's like the selfishness. Glory days. The selfishness is just taking over. Yeah, and, he, and he's letting it. You know. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So they their kids are having their first birthday party. So they go to far far away. And mm-hmm. it's basically they're kind of like at a Chuck E. Cheese, and there's just kids screaming everywhere. Shrek's just trying to hold it all together, get everything fine. Um, There's this this dad that keeps pestering him to get him to roar for his kid.
0: Yeah, which I love. I love the comedy of that scene because it's like, hey, excuse me, Mr. Shrek. I uh, know you get asked this a lot, but um, oh wait, hold on, sorry. Can we? Sorry, wait. Can you ask about? the roar (laughs) go just to leave it
1: on the way into town and stuff it's just shown that ever that ogres are basically beloved now
0: yeah and there's there's like that hollywood um wagon that comes by and it's like and over here shrek and the ogres live here it's
1: just kind of become a caricature thing yeah and he's
0: (laughs) he's wishing for the days when he was feared he liked being feared
1: and alone
0: um even though we know throughout the series he actually didn't like those things but now he's much like in real life. You look back at something and you're like, man, I really wish it was like that again.
1: And then sometimes people make it that way mm-hmm. and they're like, why would I ever want this again? Yeah.
0: I liked how things naturally became.
1: Yeah. Um, um, so continue with what you were saying.
0: So the dad, it's just very funny because it's, it, they definitely set it up like in that celebrity mode where he's yes. trying to politely ask and then, and then Trek's like, no, I'm not going to do the roar. And he goes and does something else. And then the dad keeps coming up and he's going, he's going, I believe you promised my son a roar and and all the while it's this really chubby very tall little
1: german looking kid
0: yeah child with like a lollipop and he's going do the roar and that's how he speaks pretty dang funny yeah and then and then as the party's going on like the cake gets ruined and all his fairy tale friends are being a little too crazy and then shrek just like roars really loud and then everyone just cheers
1: instead of being scared
0: Mm-hmm. from having
1: witnessed it and so then shrek leaves you know he gets goes outside for a breath of fresh air mm-hmm. and it's kind of like in the, in the alleyway of this yeah. Chuck E. cheese and rumpelstiltskin's like in the the trash like looking for food yeah but he so he like kind of hides back and is like kind of look at like listening because then fiona comes and out now,
0: now we see now we see that he goose. does have a big ass goose now does it
1: even ever explain why well, it's
0: just i think the goose just keeps growing because it before it wasn't as big and then now we're jumping like years later but, like, and why it's is big. it getting big they don't they don't say which i kind of think is even more interesting yeah. and toward the end of the movie he's even bigger
1: yeah i wonder if it's just like a fairy tale thing
0: yeah, there must be some. Go- is it mother? Is Mother Goose or something? What, something? I don't know. Is that a thing? <laughs>
1: I'll look it up later if I feel like it. Kind of don't feel like it though because it's so great. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So Fiona comes out and is like, "What do you think you're doing? Like, you need to control yourself." And Shrek's just you know, through his anger and selfishness, is just like, "This isn't what I really wanted," which isn't true. But yeah. like this isn't what i wanted like i want it to be back how it was just like quiet and she's trying to you know help him understand like your life like our life is so beautiful now because mm-hmm. of our children because of these people who love us and he's like that C says something to the effect of like that's exactly what i want to get rid of yeah and she storms back inside and it's it's sad yeah and then rump 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 tells it like you know I, I
0: kept on writing his name. I, I wanted to write his name in here. Yeah, but I had no idea how to spell it, so I just started saying R. So it's like R and Shrek meet. R is jittery and fun. Strange. Those those were all my notes. Nice. I just wrote R.
1: So yeah. So he he gets he ta- gets to talking to Shrek, and he's like, I mean, isn't he like? I can make a deal with you.
0: Yeah, like I, I can give
1: you what you want.
0: Yeah, he go, he basically says I. And well, he pretends that he's. He's incapacitated and needs the Shre- the ogre's help. Oh, that's help. right, that's right, yeah. And then Shrek helps him, and he's like, oh, I'm so scared of you, you're an ogre. He's yeah. clearly acting, and then Shrek likes that feeling. And then... And he's
1: like, for helping me, let me help you.
0: Let me, like, drive you to where you need to go, and then he basically says, okay, you give me, I will the give you... The goose is
1: pulling the carrot, by the way.
0: <laughs> it's that big. Yeah, <laughs> which <is> very cool.
1: <laughs> it does have a little bow on it the whole time, too? I think it does. I love it.
0: I love the goose, too. It's Fifi, Fifi the goose. Ah, Um, and so while we're, while they're in the carriage, um, Rumpelstiltskin, he says, Hey, if I'll give you, um, 24 hours to be like it was.
1: And he's just like, pick any day you want from your past and we'll, that'll be the day that you live. He's like, and, yeah. and that's because that's it's important because Shrek was like, oh, I'll just pick a day for my childhood that I don't even remember I was so young.
0: Well, I actually hadn't said that yet. Oh. He he says he'll give him the the 24 hours to be an ogre in return for any day that he chooses. So yeah, Shrek no, will I, give him a day in return for this day.
1: And I think what Shrek was just like, I don't care what day you choose. Yeah. Um, and for those who might not be familiar with Rumpelstiltskin, because I was not yeah, I I've wasn't. I never either. heard the story. The whole thing is he makes a deal with you and you like sign a contract with him. And but it's there's always subtext, mm-hmm. so he always gets he always is the one on top.
0: Yes, it's like the monkey paw thing. You oh, you that's mentioned.
1: right. Yeah, we're talking about that.
0: Um, so then right when that happens, Shrek like floats out of the once he signs the deal, gives away his 24 hours in return for 24 hours to be the ogre. Um, his world like melts away, and it's this cool kind of dreamy animation, oh, and it. he floats down, which is a good transition to say, um, that, um, the animation in this movie is the first time I, I know the old the old Trek one and Trek two was very limited, but they, there's like shadows in this movie. Um, everything's much more detailed, and the colors change, and throughout the movie, it's like. Um each each location looks different. I mean that was our big problem with Shrek 3. Was it didn't it didn't at all looked the same.
1: And I would say when it, when Shrek so most of the movie takes place in this day mm-hmm. that he has wished for, most of the time that looks gold. Like it's always perpetually sunset until it becomes nighttime.
0: Yeah, and like a brown like later. a yeah,
1: like a gold and a brown which are very interesting color choices cuz I to me it, it made me feel a little bit like this is wrong. Uh-huh. And this is like not right.
0: Yeah, when
1: when like in the reality before at the beginning of the movie and at the end of the movie, it, it was pretty normal, mm-hmm. just like bright, sunny. Yeah, but this was just like an obvious choice of of mood setting, yeah. and it was like fine, like you're you're saying they finally like I think because of technology and better experience, they finally figured out how to use like lighting and the weather to yeah. to convey mood
0: yeah because this this just looks so much better
1: yeah so he he's being an o og- he's being the ogre he wants to be again he's scaring uh-huh. people he's eating anything he wants he's and taking all the mud while, baths. it's
0: doing the um the carpenter song i'm on the top of the world yeah. looking down on creation which is a great drop yeah. i love that's i love the use of that song because he's like scaring people and eating stuff and being crazy while that song is playing yeah pretty dang funny yeah. that's right up there with Hey, now you're an all star as far as the shrinking uh, universe sure. is pro- pronounced concerned.
1: So, what what is the thing that gets him to realize something's wrong?
0: Well, um, he's he is attacked
1: by witches.
0: By witches. And oh, he goes
1: back to a swamp, and yes. it's not a swamp. It's like it's dry and barren. That's
0: right. That's right.
1: And I think he's like Fiona, and he like is brave. I mean, his swamp. The like tree trunk thing that was his home is
0: like all dry it's not a and, home, yeah,
1: and he like breaks through and he's trying to find her, and of course she's not there uh uh-huh. and it's it's starting to feel feel wrong to mm-hmm. him, and I really like you're saying the change of landscape not only is the swamp different, but like it it's just very flat, dry, and empty, yeah, and it's uh, but in just, a pretty way, yeah, but also an indication of what he has now, yeah is nothing
0: right. Um and then witches come and attack him and we find out that witches like de- defeat ogres. Yeah, you know they kind of like hunt him. And what's cool? So so another improvement, another praise for this movie is like, in the first movie you're introduced to all these characters, um and and like fun spins on old fairy tales. In the second movie they play on that even more and they add. Um, a bunch of like Prince Charming and the mm-hmm. Fairy Godmother, which are like really standout yes. characters. In the third movie, all they add is like what could have, like what what would have been the move for that movie since they have like Arthur and- um, Merlin. Yeah, and, and Lancelot in it. Yeah. um, Would have been to do like fun spoofs of like the Knights of the Round Table and those old uh, stories, but they don't really commit to that. So they're just kind of weak, boring characters that mm-hmm. aren't interesting. But each movie, it's fun to add new cool stuff. So this, this next movie, Forever After, not only has Stiltskin, but it also has um, witches. So you have like a whole new like classical fairy tale creature yeah. running around. So it, it gives it an uh, even more fun feel.
1: And they're like the Wizard of Oz witch. The yeah, witch. yeah. Like, where they can green. melt in water. Well, they're green, yeah.
0: um
1: And <laughs> I, I, I like that, like their weapons are jack o' lanterns that are like bombs, yeah. And then those little skeleton things that like come and like grab onto you. I just think it's a creative use of weapon yeah. weaponry, and they fly on brooms and stuff, um, yeah. So they get they get Shrek. He he like passes out because they they throw a bomb at him, um, mm-hmm. and he wakes up and they're transporting him like in a crate to the. To somewhere he doesn't know. But he notices that Donkey is the one
0: Well, he's hearing a song. Yeah. Sung by an old Eddie Murphy, and it's Donkey. And he is running the the prison carriage, but they don't know each other. Yeah. And Shrek keeps being like, Okay, Donkey, like, help me find Fiona. And he's Let's confused why they it. wouldn't know each other. Mm-hmm.
1: Which I love that about stories that are kind of like this where it's like, I wish that I don't exist or something like that. And it's like, like, Oh, it's you! Yeah,
0: yeah. The who are what? you? You're just, a freaky that stuff, ogre. That
1: stuff works for me.
0: Yeah, no, that's always kind of fun.
1: So yeah, so he's taken to the the castle to far, far away.
0: Mm-hmm, but it's and all dried up. And it's all
1: dried up. Everyone's basically poor. And then he gets to the castle, and it's like a rave. Rave? Is that the right sure. word? I just for oh yeah, the, they are the
0: having word. like a, par- a rave party. I yeah, there's like a that.
1: rave going on. Um, so you just and, see uh, that the lower class and the upper class. There's a huge divide.
0: Oh, I didn't even pick up on that, but uh, yeah, you're totally right. Yeah, so
1: he's taken to Rumpelstiltskin,
0: and and right when he comes in, it cuts to Pinocchio, and he's about to sign a prod uh, a a contract, and he's like, "So this will make me a real boy," and he's like, "Yes, it will." And then Shrek comes in, uh, all tied up, and then he's like, "Oh, forget about that," and knocks over the ink, and Pinocchio is like,
1: "Oh, yeah, yeah, that's pretty funny." <laughs>
0: um, and then this is when. Shrek and Rumpel Stiltskin talk, and he's like, Where's Fiona? What's going on? And well, this is
1: when Shrek realizes that the day that Rumpel took from him was the day he was born. Mm-hmm. So, if this, so he needs to figure out, Shrek needs to figure out how to break this contract. Yeah. Within 24 hours, or else by the time the day is up, he will he will no longer exist. Yeah. Because in the contract, like, in exchange for Shrek's stay, Rumpel becomes king. Yeah. He he worked that in there. So you you very clear like this is the motivation. Right. This isn't just like he can just wait 24 hours and it's over and he can wake up and be fine. Yeah. His life's on the line.
0: And it's the it's the classic he's got to get True Love's kiss.
1: Well, he doesn't learn that it,
0: for a little bit. Oh, he doesn't. Well,
1: he t- so he gets donkey to help him break out, even though it's kind of against donkey's will.
0: Yeah, and they <laughs> and get on a pretty- broom, and it's like surfing music, and
1: I like what the cool thing about donkey's animation at this part is his sk- his skin, his fur is really um matted,
0: yeah, and it's like t- tufts of it yeah. like sticking out in certain spots, which He's is like cool. mangy. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so, so they, they break out of the kingdom, and he's And they're, like, fighting
0: witches in the air, and it's yeah. actually, like, some pretty fun action sequences that are yeah. pr- that are pretty cool. It's
1: kind of... Yeah, it's cool. I like it. Um, I think the goose is bigger in the scene. <laughs> yeah. Goose
0: <laughs> keeps growing. And then... They brush it. The, the pigs are brushing his teeth, too. Remember that? I think that's a little later. Oh, well, either way. Either
1: way. Um, so, yeah, so Shrek and Donkey break out, and then there's just kind of a period of Shrek convincing Donkey that this, this stuff is all, like, not really real, mm-hmm. which is an interesting conversation. Um, and I, I think he's just trying to get Donkey to help him.
0: Yeah. And and what's cool is that... Um, oh, yes, yes. Okay, okay, okay. I was trying to remember. I saw this. Uh, I just wrote Donkey Origami, which was confusing. But oh. he he has the contract, and Donkey, like, folds it a certain way, and he goes, you always got to read the fine print and it's folded a certain way and it's, it says something and then Shrek moves it around. And if that's when he finds out, he has to get true loves. Yes.
1: And he's like, okay, I got to find Fiona.
0: Yeah. And the, the fun thing about them spinning this movie where like Shrek and donkey don't know each other is you get to revisit the fun of the first movie of their relationship without taking anything back.
1: And what's interesting is now Shrek try like, like clinging to donkey. When in the first movie it was Donkey clinging to Shrek. Oh
0: yeah, that too. Like it
1: was like Donkey needed Shrek. I mean Shrek also needed Donkey in the first one, mm-hmm. but now it's flipped. We're like Shrek can't do this without Donkey, and right. Donkey also needs him because Donkey's a prisoner basically. <laughs> um. So then Shrek goes to the castle that Fiona has been kept locked in, because uh, he's like, oh, I gotta yeah. find her. If she's like, not with me, and hasn't kissed me, uh-huh. then she's still in the castle, and he goes there and she's not he's there. Not there. And then I don't exactly remember what happens. In well, well, part. then,
0: then uh, there he, him and him and uh, donkey tries to smell the scent of Fiona, and it leads him to waffles. Yeah, and they fall down a pit, and in that pit, um, it's a whole uh population of ogres. Yeah, and these are all pretty fun. They like, all
1: look different. They made it creative.
0: Yeah, that's the thing about animation is like you have the opportunity to make exaggerated features, which is, I think, this will date this episode a little bit when we recorded it, but like, that's what a lot of people's problem with the new Lion King movie is. It's like, so you made animated like creatures that look like real creatures. What's the point? Like, what is the point of that? So when you're in this and you're seeing all these ogres and they're different sizes and they, they're like ugly and all this cool, it's cool. Uh And that's why that's the stuff we didn't like in like the previous movies is when they tried not to make them look exaggerated. Yes. Cause that's the fun of animation. Yes. And you can't even in Pixar, they still like, um, exaggerate the, the, um, adults and the Mm -hmm. adults i'm just thinking of toy story but they still exaggerate features because that's fun
1: yeah i mean children are watching it; they don't want to just watch like people yeah they want to watch like really crazy things
0: so i just had to put in a shot at shot at lion king nice Um, good for you and then we find out that um that ogres can plug their nose like plug one nose and make a trumpet sound Plug one nose (laughs) plug one nostril you remember that? Oh, I thought they were doing this. Oh, yeah. It's like out their ears or something, yeah. and John Hamm does it, and and Shrek goes, I didn't know we could do that. Yeah. That was just kind of funny. I, that was just such a weird thing that happened. I didn't know what to do but laugh.
1: Yeah, I think in a way it's just to symbolize like, because Shrek grew up alone, basically yeah. being the only of his kind, and that just symbolizes like there is a unity and a community among others. Oh, yeah. That's just my guess.
0: No, that's good. And then, so
1: you find <laughs> out, so, like, ogres are hiding out because they are, like, exiled from society. They're hunted because they're monsters.
0: Well, and Rumpelstiltskin is making sure he kills Shrek.
1: And Rumpelstiltskin. And so then you find out that Fiona is the one leading the revolution. Yeah. Because they're, they're like, rev, rev, the revolution to take him down. And this, they do something with Fiona that this is what they should have done with the third movie was give her a leading, strong lead
0: so we're yes wait
1: that i just said that <laughs> um like they gave her something important to do
0: yeah she actually <clears> has <throat> something that like moves the plot along yes and she's she's actually interesting yes and fun yes whereas the third movie she's just there to be pregnant basically yep. <laughs> um, um
1: so, so then shrek's like oh it's fiona it's you like i need to kiss you and she of course doesn't know who he, like, he knocks is him
0: out or something like that yeah
1: and so shrek's trying to figure it all out also, kind of learning a bit about its culture, and then we meet Puss.
0: Well, uh, oh yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. I just, I have the in between that. There's the witch melt of water. Remember, uh, we cut to Rumple Siltskin, and he's like, "We got to do this big raid tonight," and he's like, "Any ideas for how to get these ogres?" And the witches are doing ideas, and I don't remember what she says, but one of the person, one of the witches says. An idea, and he takes a glass of water and throws it on her, and she melts. And then after she melts, he's like, "Actually, that was a good idea, <laughs> because the other two ideas were very stupid." Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's Jordan so cool. told me to make sure I took a note of that. And then you're not saying anything. I forgot. That's why you <laughs> took a note. Yeah. Um. So the ogres plan to stop the witch hunt as well. And then that's yeah. that's when uh, Shrek finds Puss. And he's fat. He's very fat,
1: and he's just Fiona's pet. That's pretty much the only purpose he serves, like in in this reality.
0: Uh-huh. Um, His so he, animation is so good. Oh, I know he looks great. The they fur. make him interesting
1: too, like that when he's like falling down, like sliding down the <laughs> yeah. the scratching post. It's like that's interesting. Yeah, and funny.
0: And he, it it is funny. I don't know. This probably gets into like controversial stuff but i gotta say all the fat stuff is pretty funny to me
1: the fat jokes yeah yeah they're hilarious
0: and he is a cat so i mean i think it's okay um but so uh sorry i'm getting tired then yawned. oh i'm getting tired too uh don't don't think you reserve the right just, to be tired
1: <laughs> <clears throat> okay so let's speed this forward instead of talking about every single scene so <laughs> Shrek Shrek oh man, my voice is I feel like I'm getting sick or something. Shrek communicates to Puss like
0: Gotta get what what true needs love to kiss. happen.
1: He needs to cut to kiss. He needs to kiss <laughs> Fiona. She won't let him kiss her because he's a stranger to her and why would she let him kiss her? Yeah. And then Puss basically his advice is try to just like be like talk to her, relate to her. He's get like, her oh. get her to fall for you.
0: Yeah like you can't just grab her you got to make her fall for you you got to like believe in the cause and stuff
1: yeah so he he works his way to do that and she she's falling for him it all happens very fast but i think instead of that's not a complaint it's like they are true loves mm-hmm. so wouldn't it's not crazy that they have that one fight scene like like a mock oh, like a yeah, yeah. little scrimmage fight scene and she's like confused because she has a connection with this guy that just showed up right and it's like well I, there's a reason for it
0: right right
1: um and then all the while they're they're planning to because they know that rumpelstiltskin and on, the witches are going to come looking for them yeah so they're going to plan to stop them
0: yes and and we find out that rumpelstiltskin has hired pied piper to yes. bounty hunt which is also a fun cla- like fairy tale twist
1: yeah which that's another character that I didn't know anything about until like six months ago. And I mm-hmm. listened to a podcast about it. Um, so it, it, because I know it, it was funnier. Yeah. Cause, cause if I hadn't have known about it, I would just been like, okay, I'm just, I'll look this up after the movie. Yeah. Who this person is.
0: And then, um, so he, the, the ogres attack this carriage And then Pied Piper comes out, and he's able to, like, trick all the ogres into dancing to disco music for a while. By playing his flute. Yeah, by playing his flute. Um, Meanwhile, Shrek's again trying to get a first kiss, and they're off alone because she was trying to, you know. You know, they're just doing that. They're trying. Oh, yeah. They're doing that. um, Well,
1: they start dancing.
0: Uh Uh-huh.
1: So they can't kiss. They were about to kiss.
0: Oh, yeah. And they start dancing. Yes, that's right. (laughs) So... Yada then, yada yada, and then Rumple they escape, and Rumple with with Puss and um, Donkey Donkey help them get out, and then um Stiltskin says, "I have the deal of a lifetime, which means you get anything and everything if you capture Shrek." So Shrek goes, "Okay," because Fiona has now been captured. I don't remember how. Oh yeah, they just they're just able to rescue Shrek. That's all. Um,
1: yeah, but it's also like, well, that's not. They do get away, both of them. They do, yeah. Because all of the ogres were, were captured and they're now prisoners to Stillskin. And then Fiona, Donkey, and Puss are like so. Fiona and, and Shrek are arguing, yes, because you know all he cares about is kissing her, which you can't blame him. That's all he needs to do to <laughs> yeah, break the yeah, curse. Yeah. And then she's she doesn't know anything about that, and he's trying to tell her like we have ch- you know, we have a family together, and it's like you can't just say oh, and that. He
0: like tells her stuff that only he, she he only tells would her know. that she
1: would know. So. But also now it's like all of her people have been captured. So she doesn't care about that anymore. Yeah. But like he won't let her leave and she's like fine I'll kiss you and they kiss and nothing happens.
0: Yeah that's right. And that's when um, uh, they th- Shrek then turns himself in mm-hmm. and he says, Well said, Fiona
1: does eventually get captured. She like goes.
0: Oh that's, right to, that's the, right.
1: to the kingdom. Yeah. So yeah so then go ahead.
0: Then Then Shrek turns himself in and he goes hey you can have me, but my deal is—I want the deal of the lifetime. And what I want is—I want uh, Fiona. I mean, I want the ogres to be set free. Mm-hmm. And he goes, "Okay." So the he's ogres like, "Really? Are all- That's
1: all you're wishing for?"
0: Yeah, all the ogres are set free, and then he sees Fiona, and he's like, "Why isn't she f- set free?" And he goes, "Well, she's half human. That's why." And that's when you're like, "Oh, so she is hasn't been an ogre this whole time." And you realize,
1: "Oh, this movie's been taking place. This part of the movie has been taking all place at night, all at night, sunset and at night."
0: Yeah. So that's Love cool. It. Love yeah. that. Um, and then
1: so the ogres are out, and they're like, "Well, we need to go back in and save them because Shrek and Fiona." are in a dungeon together and they they can't get out yeah and rumpelstiltskin's like well i know how i'm gonna finish you guys once and for all and he sets a dragon loose on them but not just any dragon donkey's dragon
0: yeah but they're not
1: together in this reality
0: right right but shrek
1: but shrek is like you that's your wife distract her yeah yeah that's a very funny moment
0: Mm -hmm. and then they escape right
1: well they they uh yeah they um incapacitate the dragon and get out
0: oh yeah because they like tie a bow referencing something earlier
1: and by then i think all the ogres are in so now they're all fighting the witches
0: yeah Rebel's big big fight at the end it's goose good is even birthday. bigger yeah at this point Teeth are Fifi, just the huge. Goose. and then and then basically it comes down to it fiona kisses him you know no, she, well, she fi- oh am like, i skipping
1: i know but it's just like it's a beautiful moment Okay, so, you hit it then. <laughs> the, um the witches are all taken care of by mm-hmm. the ogres. It's clear that they're went that they're that they won. But they've won the kingdom. Mm-hmm. That's great, but that's not really like what we're going for as the viewer, not our motive. like so like Shrek is still like he's still just going to like not exist though. What yeah. what's going to happen? So he's there and he starts disappearing little by little and Fiona's holding on to him and she it, I don't remember exactly, but it's like you've been you know you you did this for us
0: yeah
1: and she you know that you can tell it's like this George is love and I are
0: crying and no, we no we weren't crying
1: but it's like he, because he acted selflessly mm-hmm. for his people but also for his wife mm-hmm. like she it, it like opened her eyes to like she does love him because prior to that she didn't love him because she didn't know who he was right so right before he's about to disappear she kisses him yeah and then one of the other coolest animation moments in the movie is when everything starts to to fall away and it's that gold bubbly background again. Yeah. And Rumpelstiltskin's like, like basically kicking like, and screaming no, like no. a child. And it's so great. Yeah. And it, it goes back to, as if Shrek is waking up in the middle of the bur- birthday party, like what's going on?
0: Yeah. And, and didn't Shieldskin like he gets eaten by the dragon or no, because he, he's gone for some reason. I don't remember how he dies. I think he dies. What happened? I don't remember. That's okay, though. Oh, we gotta look it up. Um, But then they're back to the birthday party. And then I wrote, Fifi blows up. Oh, yeah, she sings, doesn't she? And Fifi blows up.
1: Okay, so Rumpelstiltskin was back at the swamp with them. Yeah. And he, like, watches them blow up the goose, which is pretty messed up. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I, that part is like a total blur to me. I can't I can't quite figure that out. But anyway, then then it shows. Oh wait wait wait. Oh go go ahead go ahead. So
1: before Shrek signed this contract with all with Rumpelstiltskin, he you know he left. He has his daughter's little toy, and that stays with him throughout the movie. Even in this oh, other reality, yeah. he takes it with him. This is like the totem. Yeah. Throughout the movie, and like right before he's about to disappear, and he's talking to Fiona you know she she's asking questions like so we really like we're married mm-hmm. and he's like well not only were we married we had children together and he like gives her the toy yeah and he's and he's sweet. like we had a life together yeah or we have a life together that was just so sweet i i love
0: that that yeah. was the
1: gun in the closet was the kid little toy. yeah yeah um the emotional gun in the closet <laughs> um really wish i knew what happened to rumpelstiltskin yeah, we I, watched this several days ago, people.
0: Well, why don't you look it up while I finish up here? So then, uh, then the movie just over the credits is like showing you scenes from all the other three movies, and it feels really complete to me. Um, I think you would say the same, but yeah. you're you're very concentrated, so I shouldn't bother you. Um, and so the fact is, now they have announced that they're making a fifth movie yep. of Shrek which is a little confusing to me because this feels very complete. So are you looking up the... Edit- well, I, I,
1: I'm fast-forwarding. Keep talking.
0: Okay, so on February 2014, Katzenberg claims a new entry will likely happen. Then in June 15th, 2016, NBC Universal purchases DreamWorks Animation for $3.8 billion and CEO Steve Burke discusses bringing Shrek back. Then in 2016, Hollywood Reporter claims the fifth film is coming in 2019. Then September 2016, Eddie Murphy confirms script is done and movie will be out in 2019 or 2020. March 2017, Michael McCullers claims his script is a pretty big reinvention for the film series. I and can't
1: then, I even imagine what that's like.
0: I know. And then in November 6, 2018, Illumination founder Chris Uh, Maya Dandry has been tasked to bring Shrek and Boots back. So that's what we have on that. Um, But apparently Shrek 5 hasn't even begun production uh, as of February. Yeah. So I think it's safe to assume that if it happens, it's going to be a pretty long time from now.
1: Okay. So probably not.
0: Yeah. But I mean, it is on like IMDb. It's on stuff and it says like pre-production, but Nothing is totally final on okay. that. So, um, did you find out what happened to him? I'm
1: watching it because I can't remember the exact moment. Gooses died. Oh, always dancing because Pied Piper is. So Stilskin's in a cage and Pied Piper is making him dance.
0: Oh, okay. So he's just a
1: prisoner. I'm glad they didn't kill him. Keep that guy around forever, <laughs> please. Um, I also forgot one of the other really funny moments in the movie, um, when Rumpelstiltskin issues that decree, like, I'll give you guys anything if you want if you bring me Shrek. Mm-hmm. The one person who finds Shrek is the gingerbread man. Oh, yeah. And he, Shrek learns a little bit of information from him. And as he's trying to learn more, puss eats him. Yeah, that's right. It's so funny.
0: And it's very unexpected. Yeah. It was a little shock factor. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so tracking the arc, jump in. Cause I need your help on this. Shrek one, he learns how to take care of himself and, like, accept who he is. Right? Yeah. Shrek 2, he learns how to take care of Fiona, his family, and make the sacrifice for her. Shrek 3, he's selfish again, and he learns how to take care of himself and his family again. Yeah. But, it, but in a way that's similar to the other two. And then in this movie, he learns to... He learns to... um To... Enjoy and appreciate what his life has become. Mm-hmm. The only one that doesn't work for me is three.
1: Ranking it is.
0: Well, we can't rank yet because we have oh, one more right. movie, which is Puss in Boots, which we're doing next week. And then you got to strap on your cape, put on your helmet, and choose a side because we're doing Captain America: Civil War after that, and it's back to <laughs> phase. Jeez, what a line! Were three. you practicing that? I thought about it a little bit earlier. <laughs> Gosh. Um. But final thoughts on the movie. Loved it. It's i really thought my it favorite, was it's my
1: favorite shrek
0: it's my number one shrek for sure and
1: that that, that comes with like n- the you know you won't have this movie without one or two unfortunately three but you really won't have this movie without those movies yes but this one is the best one
0: yeah yeah because i mean you can argue you know like the first one's the best because it's the first but obviously if you're listening to a podcast like we we are discussing entire franchises, so we are not going to be ranking the first movie as the best one in Probably every franchise. Of that. Yeah, because we're analyzing the whole franchise. Mm-hmm. So as a whole, Shrek Forever After is the best one. Mm-hmm. So that's so good. Thank you for joining us on the Shrekening. We're still in the Shrek universe, but we're going to have no Shrek next week. It's all Puss in Boots. And if
1: you were really on the fence about watching this movie, and then you listen to this. Go watch it now.
0: I think you should watch it because it really swings up and from Trek the third.
1: We like hearing what people thought about the movies.
0: And if you have a thought about it, put it in the reviews, go to yeah. our review and, and do that and rate us and also show somebody and subscribe, show them how to subscribe. Maybe they don't know how
1: you know, know at least a handful of people, listener who have seen Trek.
0: That means you, Olivia. Mm <laughs> hmm. And yeah. Rebecca, although mm-hmm. I think Rebecca's shown a lot of people, so we're good on that. Thanks. You get, you get a pass this week. Okay. All right, thanks for listening. Next week it's Puss and Boots.